Uh, good afternoon, all, and welcome to another episode of the Normally Challenged. Um, I come to you today probably a little bit pissed off, I tell you. Um, had a beautiful morning this morning. Went down with my little girl and my wife. Went down the beach. Uh, it was a beautiful day, cracking day. Most people, for the most part, are there doing a good job um, practicing social distancing. We're trying to do the right thing, still support our local uh, coffee shops and that, but getting takeaways instead of being uh, in, you know, using all the appropriate measures in place. Um, but finished at the beach. I was walking up, packing stuff in the way in the car, and I went past a couple of cafes, and they're just chock a block full, you know, shoulder to shoulder. And for the, probably the first time in a while, I was actually quite angry at people. I, I was frustrated. I was like, why are people still doing this? Why is brunch breakfast so important? Um, part of me can understand it. It's like you want to act like no, uh, life is just still going to go on like normal. But also a part of me was like, where's the where's the compassion? Where's the, where's the empathy and all that for our fellow human being? Um, yeah. I probably may have seen it as a, quite a selfish act, to be honest with you. Um, it'd be great to just continue on as life as if it's normal, but the reality is our world is changing. Uh, we're in Australia right now, uh, so we haven't got it as bad yet, but it's going to get bad. All we need to do is look at uh, places like Italy and Iran. Uh, the US is starting to panic. Uh, we have relatives in England uh, and friends in England and just showing what their... Um, the measures are being put in place for them. We should be proactive, and yet we're not at the moment. So today I want to have a quick look at things, some just certain thinking styles and trying to explain it from a, probably a psychological perspective why people might be doing what they're doing. Um, uh, going to look at the concept of change and why we don't like change uh, and just look at some stuff to improve our own mental well-being through these damaging times. So one of the thinking styles um, kind of think uh, looking at here is like the mental filter. So it's it's like having a tunnel vision and this ties in with anxiety as well, where you can only be focused on one thing. Uh, you're either going to be looking at a negative or po um, positive part of it. You're choosing one side of it and choosing almost like a side of an argument you want to be on. So we're not taking the whole picture type stuff. Like uh, the purpose of catastrophizing the coronavirus, the way I look at it, there's two extremes of it. There's the catastrophizing, which was how big we're all doomed, where we're going to die, or the flip side of it, which is denial. Um, so the mental filter is all about only paying evidence, uh, sorry, attention to certain types of evidence. Uh, this is a, a confirmation bias type mentality in that if you're a great believer that this is doom and gloom, you'll seek out the information that will support your uh, your case or your story. Or conversely, if you're like, ah, this is just a flu, it's not a big deal, it's only killing old people, you'll actually, you'll seek out that information or only believe that information that... Um, that suits your story and that makes us feel okay about things. So if we think of the concept of uh, catastrophizing, um, in a normal sort of phase of life, this would all be about, you know, oh, I've got chest pains, I must be dying, I must have a heart attack, or, you know, I'm feeling a bit down, so I must be depressed. So it's going to the extremes of the situation. Uh, if we look at uh, the coronavirus right now, you can understand why somebody might be catastrophizing, might be hoarding, might be doing stuff like this. If all we do is watch the news and listen to the reports, I'm not even sure what the figures are out today. I'm sure they're pretty huge. Um, 
you could be forgiven for just going it, it's all over what we just can't go on so we can't do it so if you're a catastrophizer why would you go to uh, a cafe and eat brunch with everyone else you might have almost lost hope almost like there's no fight there there's no fighting this so i might as well give up that could be a justification in your own mind um it's too hard it's too big it's too much to take in so i'm not going to do it um so uh so catastrophizing it can also go with minimizing as well the other way around which is making the things seem less important this doesn't involve me this is europe this is uh the us this is china this doesn't really affect me yet um the idea also of black and white thinking or the all or nothing thinking uh which in this case it might be like we talk about social distancing or the idea that we might have to sell self I isolate soon um, it's the extremes either I'm going to completely self-isolate or I'm just going to go and live my life as normal like it's sort of uh, some act of uh, social um, oh, what, what I call I can't even think of the word I'm looking for as a uh, standing up and saying yeah we're good as a human race we're actually going right I'm going to keep going about my life as uh, per normal but there's nowhere in between you know it's not like you know what i'm going to take all precautionary measures when i go out if i go to the beach i'm going to find myself a nice quiet spot where i'm not around people i'm going to use my hand sanitizer or wipes or make things sure things are all right so that's the middle ground that's what being mentally healthy is all about not the extremes of things so and then we come to complete and utter denial it doesn't exist it's got nothing to do with me and i'm not going to play my role in this uh this fight it includes terms like rationalizing uh and a rationalization for this thing might be like oh the only people who are dying are people who have got other health concerns and they're over the age of 75. so for me you know i'm 35 well i'm not 35 but i'm a 35 year old man i'm fit and strong so this isn't going to bother me the minimizing approach as we talked about before making out it's not quite as big the intellectualizing or philosophizing um think of the idea of like you're well read and well versed and all of a sudden you're a, uh, a pseudo virologist who knows all the information you think about the conversations we're having on the street at the moment um everyone's all of a sudden become a pseudo expert in this field whereas the reality is even the experts don't know what is really going on at the moment um some of the other ones the fighting we can see this one we can see the threatening behavior the fear coming out there um or the flip side of it joking uh i was at a barbecue yesterday again probably shouldn't it would be the last one probably ever going to it was a uh, one-year-old's birthday party um and the jokes about the whole uh you know shaking hands with your arms or kicking your foot and it was like a bit of a joke and that's a way that people can just ease their own stresses of anxiety about this or uh, the idea of uh, blaming this is also a denial or defense mechanism um, it's the uh, and you see Trump do it uh, when Trump did it and he calls it the Chinese uh, flu uh, his way of actually deflecting blame from himself and deflecting uh, well it's not him to blame either so I shouldn't say that but deflecting and blaming somebody else for a problem um, so yeah rationalizing justifying uh, justifying and intellectualizing they're the three common traits that we're seeing across this denial or across those three ones there 
so when we get down to all these uh these thinking styles they're all kind of a uh, coping mechanisms and they're trying to help us get through what is a difficult time um things are changing we're going to go into change in a little bit um so being in denial it's about protecting yourself from the reality of the world that we're living in so we we got to understand ourselves if we're going down that sort of uh, path we need to talk we need to uh, listen not listen to too much switch off facebook sometimes switch off the news sometimes the world is still kind of okay the skies are still blue there are still things that we can do to make ourselves feel well all right, we might just have a quick break now for the uh, sponsors of this uh, podcast. Not this podcast, but the Launchpad who puts this podcast up there, and we'll be back in a minute. Okay, welcome back to um, the uh, Normally Challenged. Uh, now, I just want to talk about the idea of change at the moment. The world is changing before our times. Uh, before our eyes and it's almost changing too quick that we can't get our heads around it so there is a theoretical model on change and you can actually see this in real life I use this when I'm uh, case managing people and case working people so the idea of pre-contemplative you've got no interest uh, in changing you, you don't want to change uh, you're going to block it all out denial is still there the contemplation you know this is where you're like oh, i know we're gonna to have to change maybe i don't know how to change maybe i don't even want to change so that's that way up sort of motion so i think a lot of people in the world especially in australia at the moment are in the pre-contemplation complete denial or flipping over into the contemplations like okay i know change is coming but when it's when is it going to come uh i was just reading before coming on uh line today that uh our prime minister they're having a meeting this afternoon that it might get to the point where all schools are shut down here in australia and uh we're going to have all non-essential um outings sort of banned terrifying as it is i think it's probably a necessity because um people don't really take it seriously until you put actual rules in place i think we've seen across the world if you just suggest or if leaders just suggest that we should do this it doesn't work people uh bondi beach two days ago i think there's something like 10 or fifteen thousand people down there uh as i said today the um cafes were all chockers this morning and it's like it's confusing so i think these rules have to be put in place uh so that we protect ourselves from ourselves so pre-contemplation we move uh pre-contemplation we move into contemplation and then that preparation or planning stage that's where a lot of us are probably in our own minds at this stage as well it's like okay what's gonna possible lockdown gonna look like what would i do how would we go to the shops i know with me and my wife we're talking about my parents and what sort of contact they can still have with our young daughter because we don't want to get them sick because they're in a bad place um then it's all about putting this plan into action and then the maintenance stage at the end so that's the the process of change the theoretical model of change but you can actually see this going on in the world um because things are changing so quickly uh the preparation stage and the action stage is ongoing the whole time because we're having to make new plans and new changes all the time and this is scary people don't like change people generally are afraid of change and quick change and unfortunately things are changing really quickly as we speak um so my background is a lot of mental health and addiction sort of fields so right now there's uh, an idea of like optimal mental health um, versus poor mental health 
uh, and some people get the confusion between uh, illness and mental health or mental well-being. So we want to do the best possible things that we can do to maintain our mental well-being. Uh, if you have had a diagnosis, you stay on your medications, you do all the things you're going to have to do. But we need to be doing things that are actually going to make us mentally well in these times. Um, so strategies for good mental health, for maintaining good mental health in these times. I unintentionally did it myself last night. I sat outside uh, in our courtyard with my daughter and my wife and my daughter was painting and I was just lying there just looking at the sky and it was such a beautiful escape type thing. So that's a good strategy for good uh, mental health. Um, so we need to have realistic expectations on ourselves but also on others. If we're always expecting others to change or others to do these things, we're always going to be somewhat uh, disappointed. Um, having sort of some sort of meaning and purpose in your life. Uh, this is an interesting one. I spoke on a previous podcast about the idea of a, a crisis opportunity or opportunities that come out of crisis. It's possible that many of us are going to be in some sort of lockdown. It's possible for many people that we're going to be losing our jobs. Uh, so the idea of hope or purpose or having goals might seem far-fetched, but maybe this is the time to start some online study. Hopefully the government's going to be offering uh, a good stimulus package that allows us to maybe do some studies so that when this lockdown ends, whether that's two weeks, four weeks, three months, six months, whoever knows what it is, that we've actually got something. We've actually got hope. We've got some goals. We're actually achieving something in, in life. Um, another thing good for your mental health is having good support systems. In this time, if we are in lockdown, we're going to be quite critical. We're going to be close with significant others in our households, but we need to develop communication skills and understanding, empathy and compassion for one another. But sort of we need to find ways to develop our support systems outside of that as well. Obviously, now it's going to be online and things like that. And um, this doesn't work generally. Normally, we'll be working on people having balance in their life, good work-life balance, having good exercise regimes, having a good diet, doing things like that. Um, we need to accept, be accepting that life's changing and that we need to make lifestyle changes. Uh, for many of us, I love the gym. I go most days of the week. That might come to an end. So I already, me and my wife are making plans. Okay, what could we do at home? How could we structure things? Um, we need to eat well. This actually might be a good change because people won't, hopefully won't be doing as much fast food. Eat well, learn to cook, learn to do things like that. Understand our own stress levels and how they're uh, risen. Understand what our triggers are and develop stress management techniques that work for ourselves. This is a great opportunity to understand ourselves. As I talked about before, about uh, lying down, just looking at the sky the other night, watching the birds go past, um, mindfulness and med meditation. See if we can develop some mindfulness and meditation style skills. Whatever works, meditation as such doesn't work for me, but it works for a lot of people. But mindfulness is something that really works for me. I like to have something to focus on in that moment as opposed to trying to clear my mind. I'm, uh, I jokingly, I've got my fingers up when I say jokingly, uh, state that I've got ADHD, I'm pretty hyper. So the idea of clearing my mind doesn't work, but if I can have something to focus on, be that a beat of some music or a sensation or listening to birds, that's mindfulness as opposed to meditation. And as we've been through today, avoiding catastrophizing and other 
unhealthy thinking style. So uh, denial, uh, black and white thinking, having a mental filter, being very fixed and focused on what we're looking at. We need to create an awareness of ourselves and understand when we're doing that and bring ourselves back, whether that's through mindfulness, meditation. Get rid of TV monitors, even for your children, if you have children. Maybe it's a good time to just step away from that TV, uh, spend some time with them, playing with them, because it's just going to be doom and gloom on the TV, unfortunately. Um, once again, like I worked in the addiction field for a long time, but I love the uh, serenity prayer, which is, We'll finish on this one here. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So if we take that into um, how we're going at the moment, we can't accept that the world is changing, but we can accept, uh, we can uh, change the way we process that and the way we behave. We can't expect the world to be doing different things. Um, change the things you can. If you've always wanted to lose weight, if you've always wanted to get fit, do it now. There's a great opportunity to do it. Nothing's going to stop us doing that. And accepting, um, understanding the wisdom to know the difference of that. All right. Have a look for us, The Normally Challenged. We're now on Facebook, Instagram. You can get us on email via um, The Normally Challenged podcast at uh, gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, hashtag us on your Instagram and I'll feature on the Instagram post or Facebook. Send us a video. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.